0: It has to be soya bean sprouts because soya bean, right? Yeah, it is, it is less commonly consumed in Singapore. So the normal mung bean sprouts is more commonly consumed, but actually, yes. soya bean sprouts has more nutritional benefits than the mung bean sprouts. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's actually eaten in Korea since like ages ago, like many, many years ago. So they actually incorporate soybean sprouts in their diets because it's a great alternative protein.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah, the highest protein content in any of the sprouts.
1: Hi, and welcome to another episode of Shifter Triver. I'm your host, Shiva Venetti. I am a certified sleep consultant for children and adults. I'm also a baby science program instructor and an Akashic Light Healing Practitioner. Wow, that's a mouthful today, guys. How's everyone doing today? So on today's show, we have Tammy Ng. And Tammy is the co-founder of Yummy Sprouts Agritech. And Yummy Sprouts is basically the first indoor commercial sprouts farm in Singapore that grows and harvests natural sprouts by combining technology as well as natural methods. And there are so many benefits to eating sprouts. It is one of the least thought of items of nutrition, but soon actually becoming a very popular superfood and most people when you think of sprouts a lot of them just think of bean sprouts but you know there are pea sprouts there are alfalfa i can't really say it very well there are radish sprouts as tammy talks about clover sprouts i think is what she mentions i mean she knows more obviously she's the expert here today to tell us all about it and we'll be just talking about the benefits of eating sprouts how you would prepare them things that you should be looking out for and making sure that they're prepared correctly, how you would choose the right ones, obviously. And also, you know, if you wanted to get, you know, growing kits like to grow your own sprouts, a great activity for the family to do together Sprouts are great also for babies to eat. You just have to make sure how you prepare them properly. And Tammy's going to talk all about this and more on today's episode. So do write into to us if you have any questions. There's going to be contact details of Tammy Ung and also Yummy Sprouts down in the show notes below. And if you have any suggestions for future episodes, do write it to us. Don't forget to like, comment, or subscribe to this episode. Share it with those who you love, especially those who may be vegan or vegetarian, and they're looking for additional protein sources. This might be a good episode to just send over to them. And yeah, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. So thank you so much, Tammy, for coming on the podcast of Shifter Shubra. Just wanna start off really quickly for our listeners. Could you just share with us how you, you know, what's your background and how did you come to find, you know, how did you come to establish Yummy Sprouts here in Singapore?
0: Okay, so maybe I'll do a short introduction for myself. Right. Um, my name is Tammy. I'm the co-founder of Yummy Sprouts and I have a background in science. In fact, I graduated from NUS with a science degree in physics and when I I graduated, my first job was a teaching career at a private institution, right, naturally, right, that's what usually science graduates do. Yes. So a teaching career was great and fulfilling, but I felt that I wanted to do something more. So that's when I made the decision to quit teaching and went to study for a master's in education. You know, hoping that if I'm able to learn a bit more about education, then that's when I'll be able to find the area that I can contribute more in. So, when I was studying my master's, right, that's when I came across urban farming in Singapore. I think it was all over news and all over media, and the government's trying very hard to promote the 30 by 30 food security goal. Not sure if okay. you've heard of that before. Yet. No, what is that? Can you just share very quickly what that is? Yeah, so basically, Singapore imports up to 90% of our food, right?
1: So, right.
0: yeah, we want to try to achieve by 2030 to reach a 30% of local produce. Oh, okay. That's how the 30 by 30 come about.
1: Right, okay. I mean, it's a great concept. It's absolutely needed for an island nation like this. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah, so I decided
0: to study more into urban farming to find out what is it about. And that's when I actually went to China and South Korea to learn about the different technologies involved in urban farming. Mm. Yeah, that's when I came across Sprouts Farming and I decided to start one in Singapore.
1: Okay, so tell me why Sprouts? Because there could be so many other things that you could probably want to try and farm here. What's the appeal about Sprouts? What's its benefits? Yeah, just why? Why Sprouts? (laughs) Yeah, this is the most popular question I get
0: because usually people go into, you know, growing of leafy green.
1: When I was doing my
0: research in urban farming, right, I was thinking about What's the value that can contribute to the market, to Singapore's market? And at that point in time, I think it was two, three years back, there were already quite a few established urban farms in Singapore, which they are doing a wonderful job in growing leafy greens. I think the one most common one that you can hear of is actually Panasonic. which set up their urban farm facility. Yeah. So I was thinking if I were to do something similar, there isn't much value I can add to the consumers, right? So that was where I came across the possibility of expanding the sprouts and microgreens market in Singapore. Yeah, because I feel that it has a lot of untapped potential. Mm. In the US, right, there is a huge fan base for sprouts and microgreens, as people then know about the nutritional benefits that these foods can provide to them. In fact, some of them actually label sprouts as a superfood.
1: Yes. Mm. Yeah. So can you tell me some of the benefits of what is a superfood? Why is it a superfood, sprouts in general?
0: Yes. Sprouts are actually considered nutrient-rich, functional foods. They are rich in protein and antioxidants, but low in carbohydrates. So it's great to add to your diet. In fact, any bean or lentil that is sprouted is more nutritious. Why? Because it activates enzymes when they sprout, as well as it unlocks this substance called the phytochemicals. So phytochemicals is unlocked in sprouts, which help the plants to grow, help them to fight off pests and diseases, as as well as competition.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, in fact, sprouts have up to 100 times greater concentration of enzymes as compared to fruits and vegetables. And it's usually caught wow. in front of youth" by some people.
1: Wow, okay. But tell me a little bit, because I do know that with sprouts, you have to be extra careful of the preparation method because they're very susceptible to bad bacteria as well. Like if it goes just a little bit over the time limit, then you could be consuming... Essentially, moldy sprouts than maybe. be yep,
0: yep. hmm. In fact, it's actually a huge problem in the US, right? You probably have heard like news media talking about, you know, E. coli disease outbreaks in yes. the US that is from these sprouts actually, because sprouts they are grown in a warm and wet environment. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. so they are very susceptible to bacterial infection, especially in a tropical climate in Singapore.
1: Right. So yeah, you have to
0: really pay attention to how you actually handle sprouts and where they come from.
1: So usually,
0: right, the way to combat this is to make sure that you actually subject them to high temperatures before you eat them. For example, you blanch it in hot water. Yeah. Okay. fry it. Right. Any form of cooking will actually kill the bacteria. So that's one form of combat. But a lot of people actually like to eat salads. Yes.
1: So So, right. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Because raw sprouts is kind of on salads is usually cold. It's very weird to have hot sprouts on a cold salad.
0: Yeah. That's right So what I usually recommend to my consumers Is to make sure that when they buy the sprouts Whether it's from a supermarket Or whether it's from any grocery store Make sure that they are kept in refrigerated temperature Not just in room aircon temperature I'm talking about the same temperature That they use to keep fresh meat, so mm. About 3 Celsius right? And also the source of the produce is very important right? We we'll recommend of course consumers To get it from a local farm like ours Or if they were to buy imported produce, it's good for them to check the expiry date to make sure to avoid that raw
1: sprouts when they eat them. I'm sorry, what was the Celsius that you said you recommended that they kept them at? Yeah, uh, refrigerated temperature about 6 degrees Celsius. Okay. Temperature of your fridge as well right okay okay and so in terms of as you said protein sources is obviously great for those who are more vegan or vegetarian based you know individuals and in terms of like when we're trying to purchase sprouts is there any things that we should be looking out for like is it like a color or something you know is if it's more like whitish it's better if it's more greenish it's not so good or is it it doesn't really matter because it depends on the bean
0: Yeah, so it really varies according to the type of seeds that the sprouts are grown for, from. But if you were to prevent, right, of course there's a smell test, right? You have to smell it and then make sure there isn't this sour smell. And of course, appearance-wise, you have to look at, you know, whether it's fresh, and then whether it's crisp. it cannot have, you know, those kind of like a soft, moldy touch to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. So... Appearance-wise, it's a bit hard to tell because you can't really see bacteria of the naked eye, right? So that's why I recommend, right, for those who want to, you know, eat it as a salad, right, make sure you get it from the correct source, make sure it is refrigerated and make sure to consume it within three to four hours when it leaves the refrigerator.
1: Right, okay. And then in terms of storage also in the refrigerator, you want to make sure that's completely in an airtight container as well?
0: Yeah. Yeah. In the you no know, food plastic
1: packaging, yeah. Right right okay and uh, i mean generally across the board would you say sprouts is really suitable for everyone out there like not babies like maybe like could you blend sprouts and give it to toddlers probably no like to to infants or you would wait till they're toddlers you think
0: sprouts are suitable for everyone think of it like a vegetable right it's no different from vegetable if children babies can eat vegetables so can you know i mean they also can implement sprouts in their diet but because sprouts, they have high fiber, right? So mm. there might be some difficulties in digestion for babies, mm. right? So make sure that they really grind it and blend it properly, right? Before they feed it to the, their toddlers or their children. Yeah, but other than that, it's really suitable for everyone. But of course, you know, those with weak stomachs like me, we have to be aware of uh, what we actually put in our diet.
1: Mm, Okay, so quantity also is going to be probably quite important when you're consuming sprouts. You don't want to over-consume sprouts or is there no such thing as over-consuming sprouts? Can you consume too many sprouts?
0: There's nothing wrong with that, right? There's nothing wrong with consuming too much vegetables as well. So we highly recommend people to just incorporate in their daily diets.
1: Mm, okay, great. And then, as you said, the best way to prepare a sprout is basically like blanching it in in warm, you can blanch it in warm water, you said, or hot water. Uh, blanch it in boiling hot water, right? The idea okay. is to subject to a high heat to kill bacteria.
0: Right. It has to be, you know, in hot water, boiling hot water for at least 30 seconds if you're you know, afraid of the repercussions. But of course, if you're buying from a local farm, then there isn't much that you have to be beware of because when it comes to food safety handling, I think Singapore is one of the top
1: yeah. Mm. yeah 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 okay okay and then so blanching in boiling hot water or stir-frying yeah boiling that kind of thing because obviously there are some people who make sprouts at home right they sprout it from and what are the typical beans that could people sprout it from their own beans and which beans are typically the best kind of sprouts in this sort of weather and climate
0: ah okay unfortunately in singapore uh, because our, our temperature is very high so any type of greens or any type of living vegetables right is less suitable. But nevertheless, there are some beans that actually can be sprouted in this temperature. So we are talking about green mung beans. I think Mm -hmm. green mung beans is the most popular one. For children, right, in primary schools, they usually have this experiment where, you know, you have cotton wool and then you put your green mung beans on top and you try to grow them, right? Yeah, so that's one very common one. And then recently, there are more common ones like black bean, clover, Mm -hmm. radish. Yeah, so I think the problem comes with or the problem lies with uh, finding the right seed, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, in our company, we try to provide the seeds for our consumers to, you know, like growth kids if they want to try growing at home uh, Otherwise, they have to look for seeds that are for sprouting purpose, not for cooking purpose ah. yeah. Usually these seeds, they are younger in age, right? They are harvested within one to two years, so they are easily sprouted, right? And of course, if we are talking about Singapore's weather, then because it's too hot, right? So make sure to water it more often, more frequently, so that the temperature can drop.
1: Mm, Okay, so you guys actually offer sprouting kits, like, you know, so you get seeds and then the people can do it sprouting at home. But you also offer the actual sprouts as well, because you have a farm. So how are you guys growing it then? Uh, Do you have like this indoor farm facility where you're growing all the sprouts?
0: Yes, so our facility is indoors, so it's mm. a controlled environment, and mm. we are using some sort of automated watering technology to water them, and we are also using this substance called lactobacillus, right? Lactobacillus is actually a good bacteria, which is found in yogurt, which is mm. found in fermented foods. So this good bacteria actually helps to promote digestion in the human body. So we're using this right to in our watering right for the sprouts to grow so that, you know, this good bacteria, once it accumulates around the sprouts, it actually prevents bad bacteria from coming in. Mm. Yeah,
1: so it acts as a sort of a natural defender for bacteria infection. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. So that's how you're kind of maintaining it all. And then in terms of like the quantities you're sort of producing, like what's your consumer base going for you? Like you're doing thousands and thousands of people. Can you cover the whole of Singapore in a way? Not at the moment, right? Okay. Because we just started
0: not too long ago. Our farm started in November 2019. Okay. And at this point in time, we are just introducing the common bean sprouts to our consumers because we, we find that you know, it's important to be financial sustainable before we introduce new varieties and then we do the marketing to get people to know about the sprouts. So at this point in time, it's really the common sprouts like bean sprouts, bean sprouts, and pea sprouts. But after which, right, we'll start to expand. Once people know about the benefits of more sprouts, then we'll start to expand into other varieties, like the common ones, like alfalfa, clover sprouts, radish sprouts. Yeah. So these are ones that are available in restaurants, but not available in retail spaces yet. That is why we find that, you know, there is a demand for it, right? We'll grow it and we will give it to
1: people. Awesome. Wonderful. Okay. So in terms of like what... Is your shift so why did you really get into I mean of course there is the whole thing that Singapore wants to grow its own produce and stuff like that but what's the shift that you want to create with you know with the sprouts and with you know your thing in life
0: I think for me me personally right I really want to create a happier and healthier community of people right who are you know very interested in what they eat right that's why we share a lot of recipes we share a lot of like motto of life in our Instagram pages yeah because we just we just find that it's very fulfilling, right? If people are able to enjoy what they eat And enjoy the nutritional benefits from it So that is what Yummy Sprouts actually serve to do, right? We are trying to commit, uh, create this community of people Who are passionate about sprouts Who are passionate about healthy living And who are passionate about, you know, just growing sprouts even Growing their own foods even For their own wellness So the shift for us is to Or the change in wellness habit that we want to give to people is to encourage them to just add sprouts in their daily lives, right? Hmm. It's for health, it's easy to prepare, and it's great for busy working adults. And also, the second part is we want to encourage interested parties to try growing their own sprouts, because it's a great family activity, right? It's actually fun, simple, and it's a great stress
1: reliever. How difficult is it to grow your own sprouts? Like, how long does it take?
0: Not difficult at all. So you just need water, you don't need soil, you don't need any sort of complicated items, no chemicals as well. And you just need a green kit. You just need some seeds. And it grows usually within two to seven days.
1: And from two to seven days, from seed to, to sprout, then you can basically harvest or you can just just yeah. put into food. And and then you would add it to, as you said, salads. You can obviously grind it up for baby food. And you can add it to stir fries. You could do so many things with it. And can you just eat it like like how would you eat nuts? Just like raw, just like. <laughs> yes,
0: definitely. <laughs> Actually one interesting variety that we found out Recently is peanut sprouts
1: Ooh, yeah. interesting Interesting, right? Yeah, how do they taste? I mean, I would imagine They don't taste like peanuts, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> a, little, a little nutty flavour But the idea is, you know, people are There is this culture of people eating peanuts As a snack, right? So the idea is You know, if you sprouted, peanut sprouts Right, they are actually lower in fat content And mm. they actually have this Interesting substance called resveratrol. So okay. resveratrol is a sort of compound that is usually found in supplements, health supplements in pharmacies. Ah. Yeah, and it's also usually found in wine as well as the skin of grapes. So it acts as a great antioxidant. So this substance is actually triggered when peanut sprouts. I see. Yeah. So okay. It's a great form of substitution, right? Because it reduces fat content anyway, right? And it actually tastes great in salads. And there is a rising trend of peanut sprouts being eaten in China as well. So that Mm. says that, you know, you can look out for So there are a lot of interesting varieties and benefits that come
1: from just sprouting the usual beans and lentils that you actually eat. And are there any sprouts that def- or any beans that you definitely should not eat the sprouts of? Mm,
0: So far, we have not come across that. Okay. (laughs) If I come across that, I have to let my consumers know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, it it sounds like almost like you could just basically sprout anything and then technically- eat it and consume it, but then surely that might be something, maybe one or two that maybe, but I don't, obviously they're probably not with, with for music. They're not easily available anyway. I don't think anyone's like trying to sprout cocoa seed or something like that so easily and eating it. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's really, really inf- like informative. And in terms of like, obviously that's for peanut sprouts, but like, does it vary from like a pea sprout to a bean sprout to, you know, the alfalfa? I don't even know how to say uh, alfalfa. <laughs> alfalfa. Alfalfa. Where do alfalfa comes from? Because <laughs> I know that's a superfood.
0: Yeah, so there are different types of varieties of seeds, of course. So there are beans, there are lentils, there are nuts, really a lot of different right? types. As well as for alfalfa and clover sprouts and radish sprouts, they are actually they look like a vegetable seed, mm. right? So, yeah, so there are many different varieties. It's a bit hard to differentiate them, but I think yeah. with education, right, people
1: will get to know them more, more easily. Mm. And then in terms of like the benefits, do some of them have higher benefits? Or yeah. some, they're pretty much kind of, Like, is there any special special ones out there like the peanut sprout having, you know, that ingredient that's very common for, like, antioxidants? What other, like, really novel ones out there?
0: Okay, so one example I gave was peanut sprouts. The other is got to do with, it has to be soya bean sprouts. Because soya bean, right, yeah, it is less commonly consumed in Singapore. So the normal mung bean sprouts is more commonly consumed, but actually, yes. a bean sprouts has more nutritional benefits than the mung bean sprouts. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's actually eaten in Korea since like ages ago, like many many years ago. So they actually incorporate soybean sprouts in their diets because it's a great alternative protein.
1: Hmm. Okay. Yeah,
0: it has the highest protein content in any of the sprouts.
1: Oh wow! Okay, so definitely for those who are struggling in terms of like finding good protein sources, that's really, really informative. Soybean sprouts have one of the highest amounts of protein. And then, of course, if people are looking out to how to get in touch and where to find all these sprouts and informations and in growing kits, where can they go, Tammy?
0: Uh, okay, so our website will be ready next month. It's called Yummy sprouts.sg Very simple. Very simple. So on the website, they can find our contact, they can find the growth kits that they want, You also can order sprouts and microgreens from our website as well.
1: Would it be like a subscription basis or is it just like you can do one-off so you can do subscription basis, either one?
0: We will be doing one-off at the moment, right? Of course, we have consumer base, right? Then we will start our subscription.
1: Awesome, wonderful. Okay, so everyone know that the details of yummy sprouts is going to be down in the show notes below. I'd like to really thank Tammy for coming on today to share all the information on health benefits about sprouts. I really, really think this is so important, especially because most people think that protein is very limited to just meat or leafy greens, but sprouts actually have such huge amounts of protein content. So thank you so much, Tammy, for coming on Shift with Shibba today and explaining all the benefits about sprouts. And yeah, I hope we talk soon again. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.